Welcome to Rich Answers, a public affairs program of the Conference of Churches and a production of the 224 Ecospace, where changemakers work, create, and lead. Today we are fortunate to have with us Keisha Zulo, who is the president of Events of Joy and the producer of the Women in Business Summit. On May 3rd, the 14th annual Women in Business Summit will take place at the Hartford Marriott, which will feature best-selling author and motivational speaker Lisa Nichols, who was featured in the movie The Secret. At this wonderful conference, topics will include leadership, career advancement, money management, and personal development. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So glad. Glad to have you here and talk about the conference. But first, let's talk about you. So tell me, where were you born and how did your childhood influence who you are today? So I was born in Spanish Town, Jamaica. So um, born and raised and moved here to the States when I was about 12. Um, And I think the biggest influence is my mother because I was raised by a single parent an extremely strong woman who, um, from before I knew, had plans for what our childhood and life would be like. So she said, we are going to college, we are going to be successful, and she set out to make that happen, and she worked extremely hard to do that. And just watching her example of resilience, of faith, of always um, getting up when you're down, and, you know, as an adult, I would... I talk to her and I ask her, you know, how did you overcome all of this? How did you do this by yourself with four girls? You know, and she said because of God and her faith and, you know, she never she knew she couldn't give up on us. And so just having a strong woman like that as an example for me um, definitely motivates what I do with the conference now because it was it's everything and all the other strong women that I've met and men in my life that have helped um, shape you know, my life and who I am. So So. talk about your West Indian upbringing and Spanish town. Tell me where that is in Jamaica, because I've spent some time there in the country. So it's, it's more central, you know, going towards, um, like near Germantown. Um, you know, you're going to catch me in that. I have no idea where Germantown is. So there's Kingston. And then as you're going towards, um, the West coast, you'll pass through Spanish town. But we grew up in Maypen. Um, mm-hmm. So country area, and then um, my high school, and, and for a short time, and my high school was in Kingston. So I went, started, and finished high school here, but started high school in Kingston, Jamaica, the capital. So talk about how so, your family ended up here in the United States. Yeah, so my mom was determined to have a different life. Like I said, she was a single parent, so she came first and established herself, and then um, we came in as you know, she became. Um, we we were what do you call it? We're immigrants to the country. And then became U.S. citizen. So she came first to establish life here. And then so we stayed um, in Jamaica with guardians, my sisters and I. And then um, we came and I started high, finished high school. I was about 13. And my sisters were, I'm the eldest, so my sisters were younger. So talk about your first business. What was yeah. the first business initiative you got involved with? That's no one's ever asked. Because as that. West Indians, I'm a West Indian yeah. also, and so my father's from Barbados, and so I think that often we grow up in families where we yeah. just learn how to do it. My first business was a worm business. That, see, 
as a seven-year-old. See, entrepreneurship was not something that I started um, out thinking that I would be an entrepreneur. Okay. My idea was I would I knew I was going to be a businesswoman because I pictured myself. This, this is going to sound terrible, but I pictured myself with a um, briefcase and you know from movies like shows like Dallas. Dallas mm-hmm. was really big. <laughs> Very big. So I would see all these high-powered women coming with the big shoulder pads, and I thought, yes, I want to have, you know, um, briefcase and be a businesswoman. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I really just stumbled into the field of event planning because I I was always doing things regarding being an event planner, but didn't know what that field was. So I didn't have I didn't have that entrepreneurial spirit of selling anything to anyone. I was just I was being a kid and you know going to school and doing the things. I knew I wanted to go to college. Like there was no question that I wanted to go to college. So that was a done deal. And it wasn't until I was an adult living in D.C. my first job where I saw the idea of owning a business even came to me. I know in my family. Because we're Jamaicans, everybody has a business aside, something that they do. But it wasn't anything that was really patterned for me to say, for me to latch on to say, I want to do that. So it wasn't until I was in my 20s and living in D.C. and saw other women in the field that I love who owned their own business that kind of planted that seed for me. My mother, again, is the person that actually put me on the path to do what I'm doing currently because I finished undergrad. I went to Quinnipiac and I had... um, my degree in business and I wanted to take the summer off and my mother said absolutely not mm. <laughs> you, need well, to, you need to get a job because now this is why we go to college so it was six in the morning and she came in to my room I remember it six o'clock in the morning and she said um, handed me the New Haven register and she said this is the job for you and it was working at a hotel in a boutique hotel in downtown New Haven and I went in for the interview and luckily, um, divine intervention. I mean, it's just crazy. There was someone from my college who happened to be in the restaurant of the hotel, saw me walk out and then talked to my boss, my um, you know, soon-to-be boss, and said, what, what, what was happening? Were you, was she, were you doing an interview? And he said, yes. And she said, um, you need to hire her. She's wow. the person for this job. And um, I remember years, you know, I worked there for two years um, before I went on to grad school. And I remember, you know, looking through some files and there was my interview sheet and he had written notes about me. And it was just really, it was meant to be. And if my mother didn't, I don't know if she, if she did not do that, I don't know if I would end up in hospitality and events and loving it. But um, she planted the seed and I um, end up in a really great space being able to do different things within a hotel, worked behind the front desk and just really felt like my life has been about service to others. So that completely fits my personality, you know? Um, And then I found my passion for event planning as I went through grad school and as I started to work in in the industry. So talk about how that came about. How did you get involved with event planning? So my first job out of college, um, my boss, two weeks into the job, he said, um, you can do this now, I'm going on vacation. I'm like, okay. okay. So he left me in charge. It was it was myself, my boss, and then we had, you know, there was an assistant in the office and he said, You're in charge, just don't 
overbook anything and don't burn down the, the place and you're good to go. Because it was a small boutique hotel, 96 rooms and small conference space. And so I wanted to learn more about what this industry was. So I went to grad school at Johnson & Wales. And there I met one of my favorite teachers, um, Dr. Pat Mannheim, and she kind of really lit the fire. She opened my eyes to what events mean. They mean bringing people together. Um, they can have a, such uh, an impact on an individual and a group. It can change people's minds about things. When you think about an event, if you've been to a, your favorite concert or any shows that you watch on television around events, how that makes you feel. And so... That kind of lit the fire for me, and I wanted to learn more. So in my 20s, I didn't care about anything else except learning my craft. And so that's what I did. I jumped right in, and I became a certified meeting professional. Um, and then Events of Joy was kind of born out of that Powerful. experience. Yeah. And so you've had the experience of creating the Women in Business Conference. Yes. Talk about what it's all about. Yes. So that came out of um, an experience at work when I worked on property for someone else and finding out that my male coworker made significantly more than I did. And a I, common thing for women. Yeah. And it was kind of, you know, I, I, I would love to say that I was um, aware of women's empowerment and inequity and pay. I was not paying attention to that. I was kind of nose to the grindstone doing my work. I, and I've always thought if you did if you went to college, you got the degree, you do the work, you show up on time, you do exceptional work, you get the review at the end, they tell you, yes, you're on the right path, that that will naturally lead to you excelling in work and being paid equally. No, <laughs> that wasn't, it was kind of like, you know, rose colored glasses, I guess I was looking through because I never thought that why wouldn't you pay me? what you would pay my coworker. It just my seems colleague. logical it just, and fair. It just makes sense. We both have families. And so out of that, I start to question, you know, do you, does, is, is that really the formula? You go to school, you get a degree, you go out and you, you do, and you are successful. And what does that success mean? So because I had all these career um, questions, I had just um, started Events of Joy part-time. I thought I would launch an event where other women probably had the same question, could come together and learn from each other and learn from other women who had been more successful in navigating their career path. So it was in November of 2006 or five, I can't remember now, we were 14 years in, so the math. Um, and I thought about all the women that I knew, some I knew personally, my sister being one of them, who were successful, and I thought, you know, I reached out to them, asked them to come together to plan this event with me. And they all said yes. And within four months, we launched this conference. And it was at the Marriott Hartford downtown where we're back now 14 later, later to our original um, location. And we started with 40 people and we're anticipating 300 for this conference. Powerful. And so, you know, there is obviously a need there for us to meet in person. And that's what I love about the power of meeting and being in person. Um, technology has allowed us to be able to study solo and be anywhere in the world and, you know, get things online. But I think there's so much power in connection and we're not meant to be isolated. So when you come to these events, you get to see and touch and hear and all of that. And so that's the kind of environment that we want to create and that we strive to create is one that's like give and take information, fun, and you get to make real connections. And have an amazing so, experience. We're yeah. talking with Keisha Zulo, who is the founder of the Women in Business Conference, and we'll be back after the break. 
dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds, and it's dark in my heart, and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day. with you. Right now. Show me. 
want you to be happy, cause then you gotta have something happen. I want you to have joy, cause can't nobody take that from you. <laughs> I see you, smile. Yeah. yeah. We the best music, the best music. I worked my whole life for this one. Yeah. Another one, another one, another one. DJ Kelly, shining, 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 yeah. All of this winning, I've been losing my mind. Oh, hold on, don't try to. Better make a smile when you see that big pull up, pull up. Money don't make me happy And a fella can't make me fancy We smiling for a whole nother reason It's all smiles through all four seasons Shining, 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 yeah All of this winning, I've been losing my mind Losing my mind Hold on, don't try to slow me down Hold on, don't try to slow me down Slow me down about the cool, they try to get at me. Ooh. They say I'm sweet just like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, said everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Petty, petty, petty. I've been winning steady. Yes, I guess they all up on your grill, the boy. Popping off, left them out, thought, yeah, boy. Came out 97, winning 20 years, boy. Oh, all this good. I don't feel bad for it. Yeah. When you see me smile, you can't be mad at it yeah. Money don't make me happy And a fella can't make me fancy We smiling for a whole other reason It's all smiles through all four seasons Shining, 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 yeah All of this morning, I've been losing my mind oh, Hold on, don't shut up Shining, 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 yeah. Shining, yeah. 
7,000 high school students drop out every school day. That's one every 26 seconds. So here's a 26-second message of encouragement. Hey, I'm Matt. I know, sometimes you think no one cares if I finish high school, right? Well, I do. Me and thousands of people you've never even met. Okay, here's the thing. When you graduate, you have better opportunities to make more money, have a cool job, you know, just have a better life so the next time you need a little support a little motivation just know there are a whole lot of shoulders for you to lean on so stay in school and graduate do you have 26 seconds to convince a student to stay at their desk now you can share your message of support at boostup.org we can keep students in school visit boostup.org and take the first step brought to you by the u.s army and the ad council Welcome back. We're talking with Keisha Zulo, who is the founder of the Women in Business Summit. And we're talking about the conference that is coming up in Hartford. So talk to us about the conference and what your plan is for. What's the goal? So the goal is that when you leave the conference, you feel not only inspired, but you have things that you can do, the how-to. Um, one of my favorite um, mentors in cyberspace is um, Dr. Gloria Mayfield-Banks, and she said, hope is always available. The how-to is not. And that was the point when I first started the conference. It's, you know, I felt great about my career, but I didn't know what I didn't know. So we want you to leave with tools that you can implement the next time you're in work, or if you work for yourself, you know, you're going back to that task. And as an entrepreneurship, it is sometimes a very lonely place to be, especially if you're a solopreneur. Um, how to move to the next level? When do I want to hire someone? You know, how do I negotiate better? So all of that is, is part of the conference. It's someone who works for themselves, or if you're working for someone else, you can walk away with how to in moving your career forward and to build yourself personally, because we don't check our person personality at the door when we go to work. You know, you show up um, if you have grief in your family, if you have anything that's going on that may um, impact what you're doing at work, you need to be fortified. And so we're trying to, um, that's our goal, is to build strong leaders um, through the workshops that we present at the conference. And we know that the economy is changing and yes. the workforce is changing. And we all need a different set of skills because right. things have absolutely changed in the course of the last five years, let alone 20 years if you've right. been around for a while. So right. here's an opportunity to get cutting edge information 
So you're really ready for this new economy. Absolutely. So talk about some of the speakers that are going to be featured. So we all we've talked. We'll talk about Lisa because she is fantastic. But Anne, um, Anne Grady, who's our morning keynote speaker. So she's coming from Dallas, Texas. And that's the other thing, too. We have speakers from all over the country and uh, Toronto, Canada. Um, So Andrea, uh, Anne Grady is our morning keynote speaker. She's going to talk about resilience. Um, and mental health. And mm. so she's going to give, um, she works with a lot of executive leaders and how to uh, manage that um, personal side and also the, the large responsibilities that you may have in your day to day. So I love that she's going to come and, and focus on that area of mental health and, and living with someone and working with someone who has a mental health challenge. And, and then building your resilience through anything. Um, she so said, give us a little more background on her. Yeah. So she is, um, like I said, from, from Dallas, Texas, and she is um, a TEDx speaker. She's an author, um, just a brilliant woman who talks about her relationship with her son and that um, who has uh, a mental illness. And, you know, being able to help him communicate with her and and then still having to go out and work and earn money for the family and what that means, you know, when you have someone who you love them, but they're she talks about him punching her, you know, and not being able to reach him and then having to manage through all of that. And so I just love that we have someone who can talk about you may have all of this stuff going on in your personal life that is really t- draining, potentially draining um, but then you have to show up at work and you have to get stuff done and you still have to pay the bills. How do you manage that? Absolutely. I mean, so I'm really excited for her to be the person that's kicking off the conference. Our theme is stronger than ever. So, you know, I think the women who are involved are, um, are just that they've learned from life's experience and they're, they're stronger than ever. And then um, the morning keynote opens, and then we go into the breakout session that focus on leadership development. Um, and then there's the entrepreneur panel, which I absolutely love. I'm moderating that panel um, for selfish reasons. <laughs> and then um, we're going to talk about money, and we're going to talk about um, you know how to win like a woman shows up in the afternoon. And then there's a fun workshop done by Linda Stacey called Captain Oh Captain, Where's My Captain? <laughs> because she talks about juggling multiple things in your life and, you know, the distractions that come up with from technology and everything else that you have to pay attention to and still be successful. So I'm really excited by the mix of everything that we are talking about. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about your personal development, um, you know, getting yourself uh, taking care of yourself. We're also talking about managing your money. Um, and on the money panel, it's really cool because we have three different representatives. Um, Celeste Jameson has been, she's a repeat Web Summit uh, speaker because she's so dynamic. Uh, she talks about investing your money. I also love that she talks about engaging her kids in the money household decisions. You know, so she, the kids will want to go to McDonald's and she's like, well, we can do that. Or we can go home and make our own burgers, mm-hmm. you know, and here's why. And here's where the money goes in our family. And she has her son pay all, you know, pay certain bills and collect receipts. It's so smart. So she's going to talk, um, you know, certainly as an, from the investment point of view. Um, and then we have um, another speaker on the money panel who's going to talk about how to negotiate. Sabine um, Gideon, she is from state. 
California? Yeah, she's also from California. And she's going to talk about um, how to negotiate for your salary. And I just love that because I know I left money on the table. And for so many women, it's such a challenge to start having those conversations mm-hmm. about money. We feel funny asking questions. We feel funny advocating for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it's so important and it's a different skill set. And very often men don't have a problem advocating for themselves around the no. money. Women need to have the same strength. And- right. Attitude right, as well. Right. And Belinda Rosenblum, she's going to talk about owning your money. And I love Katrina Dixon. She's going to moderate the panel. And her theme is she wears a T-shirt, in fact, that says, it's my money. <laughs> and it's it's really, um, I love that. We don't often talk about money. And I want, to, I want us to talk about it. I want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, how to you know, make it, grow it, save it, whatever it is, um, and, and our relationship to it. Because some of our money hang-ups come from places we're not even thinking about. You know, just how we watch our family deal with money impacts how we deal with it as an adult. I know I'm still learning about how to better manage my money. So, yeah, I'm excited about that, that we're going to talk about money. And then, um, then of course, there's Lisa. So talk about Lisa Nichols. So <laughs> yes. that's part of the draw as far as I'm concerned yes. because I first learned about Lisa Nichols watching the movie The Secret many years ago. And she's really a powerful, motivational speaker. Oh so talk about why you selected her and what you expect to happen. Yeah, you, so. she's a powerhouse. So I saw her on The Secret as well. And I watch follow her videos online and everything. Um, she every So we have an amazing advisory board. Shout out to those ladies. Um, and we got together over the summer. And we always um, think about who we want to bring to the summit. And Lisa was on our wish list. We have a wish list. Oprah's on there. Michelle Obama's on there. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's, they're just, it's a list. You know, it's a vision of where we want to take this conference. And so Lisa was on the wish list. And we had um, Ann Grady secured. And then I was scrolling through Facebook. And I saw one of my er- Facebook friend, Erica Steptoe. Shout out to Erica. She had a photo with Lisa. Now, I know Erica. And she is a go-getter businesswoman. So I know that she did not leave Lisa's side without getting a contact information, right? And so you can always go online and put in your name in this, I call form, it the, the, contact the, form. the black hole of abyss. And so I, I contacted Erica, who was a speaker the year before, and I said, do you happen to have a contact information for Lisa Nichols? And she said, I do. And she was very um, sweet to give, you know, because some folks are like, well, yes, but it's not for you, you know, but Erica said yes, and she shared it with me. And then we reached out and we heard back and the timing worked. Everything worked. It was divine intervention and she, that she was available because she doesn't come to this area. She's Not like at all. all over the right. world. She travels. I was talking to her. She travels 270 something days out of the year. That's crazy. And she doesn't really come to our region. So to get her to be able to get her to Hartford is incredible. Um, and so she's going to come and she's going to spend the entire day with us. Which, which is powerful, which is amazing. Yeah, so she's going to be there in the morning. She has her VIP session that starts at uh, 1245, and then her keynote is at 230. So she closed out the conference, but she's not just going to jet off and leave. She's going to stay, and she's going to take photos and meet and greet and after the event as well. And, and the thing I love about her, if you don't know her story, is being able to um, come from a situation where she could not feed her child. She was you know, on government assistance, and she had $11 in her bank account and didn't have extra pampers didn't have the pampers 
And she said, Jelani, mommy will never be this poor again. And she is, has eclipsed that. She is a multimillionaire. She, her company's traded on the stock exchange. She is an incredible speaker. And the thing I love about her, having had the opportunity to speak to her, because she did a prep call with us. I mean, she's a professional, but, you know, that, that hasn't been the case where we... You don't often get you to don't, speak to the You don't speaker. get the time. Um, so she spent an hour... And she asked about our audience, what would they want to know? How can she best serve? And that's the word that I love that she used. How can I best serve your audience? Because she's coming with everything, guns a-blazing, like all that she has. And the thing I love about her, she's a, a, a transformative speaker. You're, Absolutely yeah, transformative. You're not going to be the same after you leave her presence because she fully believes in you without even knowing you. She fully already comes in the room already believing in who you are. And then she's going to take that and just knock it out the park and help you believe in yourself. And so for those of you who are listening this morning, you can check out Lisa Nichols on the web. She Mm -hmm. has a number of YouTube videos. Her breakout was on the Steve Harvey show a few years back. And so she's somebody you definitely want to look up. She's not in this area often, especially not Connecticut. I haven't heard of her being here before. Mm -hmm. So this is a great opportunity. And if you're listening, you want to sign up for the Women in Business Conference. So we're talking with Keisha Zulo, and we will be back after the break. You have been listening to Rich Answers, a public affairs program of the Conference of Churches. Hello, everyone. This is Ana Ortiz, and I'm here with Fernanda. Hello. Fernanda's story is one everybody should hear. That's why I'm helping to lend my voice. Now, what happened, Fernanda? Well, I'm the wife of a teacher. Recent budget cuts meant there wasn't enough to provide for our three young children with another on the way. I picked up part-time work and we did everything we could, but we really struggled to make ends meet. We realized we had to swallow our pride and ask for help. The food bank kept us afloat during some hard times. I'm just glad we had somewhere to turn to. Today, one in six Americans don't know where their next meal is coming from. Fernanda here could be your neighbor, your coworker, or your friend. She's just like you and you probably don't even know she's struggling, but you can make a difference in Fernanda's life today. Visit feedingamerica.org slash hunger and find your local food bank to help. I'm Fernanda. And I'm Ana Ortiz. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
square feet. What would you do with that kind of possibility? 
Would you strategize your future or get lost in the past? Will you fill it with stories or use it to empty your mind? Would you explore your spirituality or focus on improving your community? Will you use it to work late or just work it? Could you create lasting impressions or a brief delicious one? Our vision for the 224 30,000 square feet of endless possibilities. Welcome back. We're talking with Keisha Zulo, who is the founder of the Women in Business Conference that's going to be happening at the Marriott in Hartford on May 3rd here in the Hartford area. So if a person wants to go to the conference, how do they go? So you can have your employer pay for you to go. <laughs> it's an educational opportunity. It is. I keep reminding everyone that. Um, but you can go online at WIBSummit.com. It's an investment in you personally and professionally. So it's definitely um, something that, um, and I say that your employer can support you going because we have amazing partners and sponsors that are doing that for their employees. Yukon School of Business, Common um, Corporation, which is an aerospace um, company in the local area. Um, we have MDC, Metropolitan District, also supports their employee attending. Um, let's see, have I forgotten anybody? CIL, which is our charity. So um, CIL has this amazing program called Access Solution. So they provide um, adjustments to your home if you have someone with a disability. And the thing that I love, a, a portion of our profits will be donated back to that organization. Since we started, we always attach to a nonprofit that we support. And over the years, we have grown that to now being a monetary support. Before it was goods and services, and you can learn more about it. But we really want to have that component, component of your getting as much as you're giving. And that has to do with giving back to the community as well that we're in. So we're really... Um, excited to welcome back Corporation for Independent Living because they've been coming to our conference for the last three years and this year they're coming back as our charity and we are excited to be able to support them in that capacity and their access solution program because if you have someone with a disability and you don't have and that's all of a sudden you know I've heard stories from them about you know family going on vacation and the son jumping in the pool the wrong way and all of a sudden he's a quadriplegic and you're not expecting that your house now needs renovation and you need all these special accommodations and you didn't budget for that, that's a hit to your and, bottom line. And like, just trying to find out how to do it. What kind yeah. of companies do you call? Right. So I love that they have the Access Solutions problem, uh, program for that purpose. Um, so you can definitely go through your employer. It's a self, you know, you can invest on your own um, to come. And it's 225 Plus, I don't want to make that seem like it's a, oh, it's just two twenty five, but it's we, but it's we well work, worth it. Yeah, we work to keep the costs under control, um, so that it's something that you know that you're investing in your professional and personal growth, um, and that you're also knowing that your ticket price is also helping another organization grow. And so that's what makes it a different kind of experience. Yes, yeah. it's a great investment in the person, 
But then you're making a difference in the lives of others because of the way in which a charity will be impacted and supported Mm -hmm. by this conference. So this is a different way for a nonprofit to gain support. It's through a conference for them to have some valuable resources added into their budget. So for someone that's listening right now, what would you say to them if they're thinking, Hmm, should I do this? Why should I spend these That's dollars true. and spend this time to be at this conference? I Well, for me, just thinking about if I was paying money to go, and which I do, I go to conferences all the time. And I think about my, for, this is from my perspective of getting on a plane, going somewhere. This is right in your backyard. We've brought international speakers. I haven't even mentioned um, Andrea Donsky, who's coming from Toronto, Canada. She's an amazing entrepreneur who's had her company um, naturally savvy for over 18 years and is doing extremely well. So the fact that we're pulling together all of these regional speakers and, you know, um, folks out of our area to Hartford area, I would say take advantage, especially if you're in Hartford, Connecticut, Western Mass, Rhode Island. We we're have, just two hours away from Providence, we're, we're from Boston, right from New York. We're right here yeah. in the sweet spot. And Hartford deserves some shine. I mean, it's just, I think we are doing, there's so much that has changed since I moved from DC um, back to this area. And I just think there's so much to be, to offer. Um, so I would come because it's close. <laughs> I don't have to get on a plane to go anywhere. I would also come because it's an opportunity to see speakers who are coming with different perspectives. I love the diversity of our audience. That's the other thing. I love the diversity of our speakers and the diversity of our audience. They're women of all ages that come to our event and they are entrepreneurs. So you never know what that, where that connection will lead um, because they're come, everybody's coming from a different perspective and different age group and different races. I love that that is the reflection of the conference. And so for a person that is sitting in the room for the day, you have an opportunity to encounter women from the greater Hartford area, Mm -hmm. New York, Providence, et cetera, in Mm -hmm. the room, great networking opportunity. And then you have exposure to these amazing speakers who are coming into Hartford, Connecticut. So if a person wants to register, when do they need to register by? April 19th. We are closing registration. Um, We extended it because we heard we cut it off too early. (laughs) So we opened it up for another two weeks. So you have until the 19th, um, which is next Friday, to register at wibsummit.com. And, um, yeah, we'll see you there. You'll just come ready. Just open your mind to what am I going to learn? Why come with an objective? It's not just, oh, I'm going to have a day off from work. It's really and truly, I want to go to this workshop because I want to meet this person. And if you come with your friends, they'll remain your friends after the conference. But don't, you know, I always encourage the audience to circulate and meet people. I will create that environment so that it feels natural for you, that you're not walking up to a stranger because, the environment is really um, that we try to create is welcoming and friendly and something where, you know, you're really coming to fill your cup up so you can continue on to do what you want to do. Go back to your your life. And so talk about the group of women who are influencers who are inviting mm. other friends to be a part of the conference. So you are a part of a community of people that are yes. supporting all the people coming together. Yes, that is something we started uh, this year. Uh, we looked at women in the community like yourself who are leaders, and we reached out to them as um, influencers because we know that they set an example for their community. So the influencers are women like yourself who 
believe and reflect our mission of building a community of strong female leaders. And so if you are an influencer, there's about uh, eight influencers, I believe. I have to recount. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a significant number of influencers and they're inviting their friends and their colleagues to come and attend the event. Um, they believe in what we're doing. They support us. You have been a keynote speaker for us in the past. Um, so we are excited to not only have these women as a part of the event, but also um, shine a light on what they're doing in the community. So we'll do that at the event. We'll you know, show our influencers on the screen. We'll introduce them to the audience so people know who these women are and what they're doing for their community. And so it's a great chance, once again, for friends to come with friends. Mm -hmm. People have a chance to be at my table. If yes. you don't fill up within the next few days, so you mm -hmm. can sit with me. But make sure you put me down as your influencer so we yes. can share in the opportunity. But it's a great chance to build community and bring mm -hmm. people together. So as you think about the Women in Business Conference, what are your hopes for the future? Where do you see this going? Wow. I daydream about it all the time. So thank you for asking. I see us uh, continuing to have an impact, growing our impact. Wouldn't it be like when I think about the, you were, Dan was talking about a million dollar what, you, what would you do with a million dollars tax-free? I'd love to give that away. Wow. Like, I would just, come to that conference. It just <laughs> makes me teary because imagine being able to build something so incredible with a community of women because I'm not building it by myself. I have amazing people around me who support what I'm doing. You know, Marianne, Nadia, uh, Veronica, and Christy who work with me, Jen and Edvina, all of, all of us. You know, imagine being able to one day walk on stage and present a million dollars to someone else who's doing good for the world. We, I, the news makes me so sad, and I want to hear and see more impact of positivity. And so that would be incredible. And that would be an awesome way for you to launch out into the world in new ways. So we will definitely keep that to heart yeah. and keep the prayers around that wish. And so if someone's listening and they want to be a part of the conference or learn more, how do they learn more? You can visit us online at WIBSummit.com, so WIBSummit.com. We are on Facebook, so if you haven't liked our Facebook page, Women in Business Summit, um, you'll see it's a purple lady. <laughs> the WIB and the, the I is a purple lady, so you'll know you're in the right place. Um, WIBSummit.com, you can find us on Facebook, and also, you know, sign up for, we have an email list that you can sign up on the website if you want to learn more about us and, you know, stay connected with our community. The Women in Business Summit on May 3rd at the Hartford Marriott. We look forward to seeing you there. And thank you for bringing this, was this to Hartford. such an honor. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me speak to, to you today. This Can is so cool. Imagine? Thank you. Can you imagine just standing before the king? Oh, I can only imagine what it would be like. When I walk by your side, I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory Whoa.
been listening to Rich Answers, a public affairs program of the Conference of Churches and a production of the 224 Ecospace. Reach out to us and tell us what you think. Look for Rich Answers, the Conference of Churches, and me, Reverend Dr. Shelley Bess, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like us, follow us, share us.